See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. I don't even know. Yes, rare and, uh, rare and um, out of print. Rare is, and out of print. It's the two, uh, eBay's the two, two, bi- the two big words. E- eBay's, eBay's two loves. favorite thing. It's out of print. Better charge three times as much. Because it's collectible. And we're, yeah. when we're rolling. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah. Is that. Is that what that means when the little like marks there show yep, up? Okay. Sure is. All right. And what are we? Uh, you know, that explains that the BBC thing about our movie explains a lot. I'm like, well, this is a made-for-TV movie, and then I saw boobs like a little bit, like Benny Hill levels of boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough that you're not gonna get pulled, and 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 I was like, well, wait a minute now. Uh, so, anyway, yeah. Who are we? Why are we? And what are we? That's a good. Those are questions that we should all contemplate as we, as we float around on this little ball in space we're a bunch of, we're yes we're a slow robot go go this is show number 142 i have to consult my notes i just wrote them but my brain is a sieve and uh my name's mal with me as always dr morbius from parts unknown if you are listening to the show on stitcher or itunes would you give us a rate and review the show would really help us out and it would take you about two seconds uh yeah, we are dedicated to to B through Z grade movie reviews, uh, and, and this, more and and more and and, more. A, and extras and all kinds of things. Yeah, uh, social commentary, political diatribes, and uh, you know and other jokes. and other yes. Uh, and you can you can go to uh if you go to bunchdorks dot com, that's where you're gonna find a whole bunch of podcasts, all kinds of fun and excitement. So if you're trapped in a cube farm, I would behoove you to do that. And if you want to just go to the landing page for Slow Robot Go-Go itself, then you would go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, and there's a thing. What do you got going on, Dr. Morbius, from Parts Unknown? Destination Nightmare, blog, nice. more comics. Kind of that goes along with the Two Dimension Congo podcast. Uh, you know, more comics and scans and good stuff for free. From what? I, oh, yes, yes. For free. That's the big. You know, that's the big one. That's the selling point. They're not. They're rare and out of print and, and free. free. Yeah, wow. There you go. That's pretty. Uh, you better watch it. Someone's gonna put your your blog up on eBay because it'll be out of print. And, wow. Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> you know, I'll put it up for sales. I can make another one. People are so stupid. I hate them. Uh, <laughs> and well, that's, that's a nice way to set the tone for the day. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. Just yeah. right out of the gate. Just, I hate stupid people. How about smart people? I'm not too fond of them either. No, because then they know everything. And, oh, yeah. Oh. Wow, this is a real positive, upbeat show this week. Yes, and then we I just heard a million people click stop and not listen. Yeah, to they just like X this out. They're and like, like, wow, like I really want like to hear bummer, this, you this know? guy bumming me out, dude. I'm already stuck in my cube farm. Yeah. Unless you're at one of those hip places, then you're stuck in an open air farm. Yeah, open air farm with like uh, uh, pinball machines and like uh, yep. bean bag chairs and no. And one of the things like uh, doesn't Google have like what, rock climbing walls and stuff? I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, guess, I never worked you know. for them, but that's what I hear. Yeah, they have, I think they have rock climbing walls and they have like um, you know uh, torture dungeons and all sorts yeah. of good things like that where they can get off. They can let off some steam, as it were. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Only part of that. All yeah, right. Anyway. So I I have a feeling I wouldn't be part of Google anyway. They'd be like, I don't really think you're Google material. 
Mr. Mao. Yeah, well, like, well, you know, you, it's, it's far away. It's over in California, so you got to make a big trip. California. Yeah. All right. What did what, what, you watch this week, man? Oh, boy, you are really, like, down today. I don't, I'm not sensing any enthusiasm today. I'll, I'm not I'll, sensing the usual, I'll buck like, up, you know. Joy de vive or whatever, you know? Wow, that's a big word. <laughs> whatever that's a the big word foreign is. word, man. Whatever that's the, the word is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the Frenchy word is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what did I watch this I'll week? try it and buck up a little bit as we go along, you, you know. You need to get another hit of that coffee pot, man. Yeah, hit it hard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what Need did my I watch? coffee, man. I did watch a couple of interesting things. Not oh, movies, good. per se, but uh, things. Okay. Uh, yesterday, actually, I watched something. It was on ESPN. It was, they have a series of documentaries called 30 for 30. Yeah, those are, some of those are really good. Yeah, and, I, and and by accident, I watched one on The Boz, Brian Bosworth. Ha, remember that guy? Yeah. Holy shit. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. flamboyant and very here and gone, dude. That he guy was playing he, for like twenty minutes. He only had a he had a, a three year career in college. Then he got booted out the last year because he did see he wore some T shirt that said something like I feel like I'm in Russia, something along those lines. He insulted Oklahoma and Barry Switzer, so they said, "Son, after next year, you better start going to the NFL because you're done in college." Wow. So then he goes to the NFL. And he's like, doesn't want to get drafted in the regular draft. He doesn't want to go to a crappy team. So he alps out for the supplemental drafts. And then he says, I only want to go to the Raiders or some other team. And then ends up getting drafted by the Seahawks. They cut a deal. He lasts he lasts like barely two years because he gets hurt at the end of the first year. And he's done by the next year. And then he goes on like a career of B movie, you know, whatever greatness or. He was the one. He spent more on hair dye than he did on like on his on, on preparation. But he's he he was actually yeah, a great, really. a pretty good to great college player. I'm sure he. And he was a decent uh, NFL player, except when he got he he was so I don't know if it was roided up or whatever, but when he got hit a few times. He it, it did like some bad damage to him, and he couldn't uh-huh. play anymore. And he gets the infamous. He was such a ba- he was such a braggart that like he was like I want to kill this guy, I want to hurt this guy. And then the infamous Bo Jackson play where Bo Jackson just ran over him. Oh, is he the guy that he got steamrolled? Yeah, by he got steamrolled, and that kind of took all the uh, whatever bravado, his, bravado, his, his yeah. like yeah cockiness out of but out of him. But he's but on and on the on the on the uh, documentary, he's very contrite. I mean, he, there was a scene where he's with his son and they're going through all his artifacts and. Uh, storage unit he's like you know really contrite almost like crying and stuff like that he's like goes back to Oklahoma so he's trying to make amends for the for the boneheaded thing he did when he was a kid but I always say you know when you're a kid you're always going to do stupid things now he took it to a he took it to like a degree that you know and and he you know he basically gamed the system or whatever but he seems like he's a good man now and you know what he did when he was a kid he was a kid so what do you do and I you know a lot of these guys Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Well, not always. Hindsight is usually twenty twenty. Yeah, you know? pretty much. Yeah. There was, and I was watching because there's this other thing where they were. Uh, I watch it each week. It's like an NFL inside the NFL. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. And they focus on one guy or one player. That's I don't think that's the right name of it, but who cares? And and then one of them I was watching was the the uh, Ricky Williams. Oh and, yeah. And yeah. the story was about Ricky Williams and all all his shenanigans and. And every at every turn, he was just explaining away what he did and, and saying, well, that's, that's just me. And then I, I actually stopped watching it about 10 or 15 minutes, and I was like, well, this guy's just an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's not, they're not to- telling me anything about him other than he's just an arrogant jerk who's, who's never wrong. And, 
And I, I, I'm surrounded by those, so I don't even need that anymore. I just turned it off. I was like, well, bye, Ricky. You're, you're as big an idiot as I thought you were. You know, it just, well, just well, the, well, the, the sixty-four thousand dollar question is that I always say is like, they're jocks. What do you expect? You know, <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> you know, I mean, not to put down jocks because some of them are cool or whatever. There's always a bunch of like, you know, dopes that get in yeah. there and they, 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 they believe their own crap. They think their poop doesn't just smell. A, he's and, just a weirdo. Know. He's just like a yeah, he's a weirdo. And, yeah. and, and, and good and, player, but not a great player. Great, not coll- a, great college player. Yeah. Very decent to very but good. Came out pro. to the NFL and just like, eh. Well, the 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 Saints traded a whole draft for him. I know. They, Not it, for it a kind, running back. It kind of ruined Dicka. You know. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, like that was like a big deal, and I'm like, man, that's not cool. But uh, and then all because a lot of those I watch them and I I'm like, wow, this is great. I really like this. You know, they're really yeah, great, yeah. really great stories, really interesting, and you learn things that you don't know. You know. Exactly, yeah. So what else did you watch? Okay, I watched another documentary. Well, not really documentary, it was an interview, because I read about it in, on on, um, on uh, YouTube. And I watched it on YouTube. And uh, an hour, about an hour and 20 minute interview with Jimmy Page, and Mr. the guitar, and the, wow. the, uh, the, 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 the key architect of Led Zeppelin. That was kind mm-hmm. of interesting, because he's, uh, he's got a book of pictures that just came out, and he's got all the Led Zeppelin... Um, uh, remasters with all the bonus tracks yeah. out, so he was really promoting that. And what ca- he came across as very enthusiastic, so it was kind of different, you know, because he's like an older guy and he was really into uh, the picture. He was, they were showing the pictures on the screen, and he was like, "That's where I did that, and that's where that that's song cool, was made, man. and all that." So it's kind of pretty cool to see like some guy actually. A lot of these people aren't like, yeah, well, you know, proud. They're not proud of their work. This guy's really proud of what he did, and he uh, should be. He know? did. It was. It was. It was. It's a great accomplishment what he did as far as music-wise and production-wise too. You know, so that mm-hmm. was, that was actually pretty cool. You know, I, I you know, should check it out if you're into, uh, you know, Zeppelin and the. I kind of am. And and, and the uh, whole. A little bit. Not... And, and the whole Jimmy Page story. He started out as a session guy in London. He played on a lot of hit records. He played on can't explain by the who he played on goldfinger he played on a lot of a lot of hits in the 60s and, and he was like the youngest session man so he played on a lot of rock and roll songs but then by the by by when that was winding down he joined the yardbirds and then after the yardbirds broke down he he took all of the the things that he learned and he decided and he made led he just zeppelin went for it man he yeah, went for it with led so. zeppelin you know so it's very it's very informative very good documentary so uh well, you know what documentary? interview actually check it out yeah the YouTube. documentary i didn't make it through was remember that the shadows of memphis shadows of motown shadows yeah. of motown now i watched it and i'm watching it and i'm watching it and i was just like yeah i get it like they didn't re- it wasn't either it wasn't paced right or it wasn't giving us any information other uh. than just watching broke down people talk about how they they were great and no one cares and I'm like okay. Well, what's interesting about Motown was the the, the house band. Half of yeah. them were white guys. Yeah. Dennis Coffey. I forgot who the other guy. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. And it, and and it was it, like it wasn't that I'm being mean about it, but I was just like watching this. I was like, okay, yeah, I get I get it. We get it. But yeah, but gotta, another hour of this? No yeah, way. Yeah, but no I gotta way. tell you something. Motown was a, in in the '60s and '70s was a massive hit machine it oh, was like yeah. one after the other they had hits every freaking week on the charts and yeah and those guys that band were, were cranking them out and those writers were cranking them out and they were like i mean as as impressive and as massive as the beatles were because they were pretty much the biggest massive thing at that era motown was was close man oh, yeah. mean, it was it was and it basically it also you know elevated you know, black people, you know, it was like black people were getting like on the air, they were getting played on pop stations, mm-hmm. you know, it was all 
the whole you know civil rights, the whole movement or whatever. Yeah, because that was, was still was very big deal. Yeah, big it was it was sketchy then, yeah. back then. Yeah, you know, and and as you saw in the movie we watched, they alluded to sketchiness back even in nineteen huh. in nineteen seventy or whatever. So it was pretty sketchy back in the sand. They really like that was part of the uh, you know a change, a cultural change. As long the American culture changed, as well as the Beatles was a you yeah. know a more of a global thing or whatever. So I haven't watched that documentary, but it sounds interesting. I might have to give it a shot. And it was okay. I like I said, I didn't make it through the whole thing. I was like, eh, okay, you know, sometimes. Uh, documentaries just kind of keep rolling, keep going, and keep going, and you're like, would you just land the plane already? Like, well, you really like, have to be for a documentary. I think you really have to be, unless it's something that grabs you by accident, like the boss thing. You have to be really interested in the subject matter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah, get yeah. you through it, because it's going to be all talk. You know, it's not going to be any like explosions yeah. or like you know fights or you know. Well, and like I that. like that one. A, it's band, a lot of talking. Yeah, a lot that one. Uh, a band called Death. Um, I really dug that because I never heard of them. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah. it was so it was very intriguing to me, very interesting to me. But you know, and a lot of times it's it's also interesting when like, in within the context of the there's a drama within the context of the documentary, like either right. somebody dies or somebody leaves or something weird. Uh, there's an the, ongoing feud. Ongoing it's feud. creating tension. There's a tension. That's yeah. what they do with reality TV. Like yeah, if they don't yeah. if they don't have any tension, they they ha- they put some kind of obscene. It's, it's an invented tension. Invented, area. yeah. Like oh, we only have three weeks to build this whole rocket to the moon. It's and, invented. Oh, and then there's always some goofball that they make be goofier, yeah, you know, or yeah. an arrogant guy that they make be cockier because it's just all I, formulaic. I mean, and stupid, am, you know? am I wrong in thinking this? Because I don't watch much regular TV, but is, is reality TV like kind of like going away a little bit or is it still no well what they did instead of the hyper reality tv like you know the the, the survivor or, or some of those ones that were very popular like uh now they've replaced those with reality tv that's like pawn stars and uh you know and, and american restoration where they're they're you're kind of watching uh like a pawn shop yeah working and if you watch these shows it's kind of very it's very interesting what they do is the the first time you watch the, like uh let's say count uh what counts customs now a spinoff from the pawn stars m- m- show which is very popular was this guy that he used to bring in to look at cars for him Danny Danny the count Danny the count uh, I can't remember his name but whatever so he was he, the the audience liked him so he got his own spinoff show now you're watching counts customs and he just kind of goes around and and buys cars and re- and restores them or he builds cars for people so there's no drama there so what mm. they do is then they they invent it then now it's like oh you know we uh, obsc- like i said obscene time frames you're like oh we got to build this car in 15 seconds for this guy you know and you're like uh well instead of just watching a, a show about a guy building cars they interject stuff like that you know yeah. So exactly. that's what reality has just morphed into watching people do shit. I, I have, actually have two ideas for a reality show which haven't been done yet. Just watching people actually take shits. Oh no, no, I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> Might that, as well. That would be, well, be a John Waters movie. <laughs> actually, nice. Actually, actually, no. I just have one good idea, and I think we could do it easily with your with your studio equipment here. It's called grass growing. Just, yes. Just put the camera on your lawn and watch it grow, like from week to week to week, and see little bugs crawling in. And That's stuff what like that, that. The, the, you know. Then, then, like, is it gonna get cut now? 
Oh my god, he didn't cut it. Cut. He didn't oh. cut it this week. Oh, now he cut it. Oh no. Oh, he missed this The drama. The yeah, drama. The drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grass growing. That's a new reality show from our uh, production. Patent company. pending. Yeah, <laughs> Clown Shoes Production. Copyright Morbius Enterprises Clown Shoes Production. Okay, let's take a. T- oh, oh, I watched something. Oh my yeah, god. What did I you forgot. watch? Yeah. I only watched one movie. You know, and uh, you're going to notice this this week we only did one movie and no list or anything like that because. Uh, we got spe- well. I was yeah. on the road, and boy, when you're on, on the road again, yeah, when you're on the road, things are up in the air. You don't have yeah. you, they, everything's kind of just jostled around. You know, I was sitting there last night. I was like, I could have done two movies. I should have done two movies, but I just, I like it's kind of like a mess. You know, what I mean, you're not at your house. You're like in some hotel, and you're doing this, you know, a couple of days, and you had to drive, and you're like, oh my god, you know. So I d- just couldn't do it. The only thing I watched this week was uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I don't know. It's okay. Um, but you're not a comic book fan. Yeah, well, and, you know, saying that, though, I have out there, I, I got the new X-Men Days of Future Past because I do like the X-Men movies. Oh, okay, the there you go. All but right. I watched this one, and I, the it was neat that they made Captain America, like, the throwback 40s, 50s. Hmm. But he got... Whatever I think I didn't watch the first one, which was dumb. I, first I just, was just the origin. Basically. Yeah, I, well, I don't know his origins, but he—I guess he got frozen, then they woke him up, and now he's—he was a—he was a, a super soldier created by the yeah, army. And so he's a super soldier from the forties that he's now in our time. Yeah, and uh, you know, Winter Solstice is this gigantic dude with a big bionic arm. It's kind of the same as him, but angry about everything, or it was his friend or something. And I mean, it was. It, it was good. The guy who plays him, he's, he's a, he would be also played. I can't think of his name right now. Oh god, I'm well, he was the name. guy from that. From he's that, in the Fantastic Four. He was a Human Torch in the Fantastic Four. Oh, Fantastic was he? Four, yeah. I also think he was the star of that one movie. That not another teen movie that I like so much. Maybe he was like the hero guy that was kind of a goofball, and he was funny in that. But he is like jacked up to the sky. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Of course. The, the, the yeah. dude looks like he's done so many steroids he could tear the world in half. You know, yeah, one well, of those guys. So could Captain America. You know. Okay. Well, the then, super the super soldier serum they gave him in World War Two was kind of like a steroid. Well, why don't they just give sense. everyone the super serum? Well, then that would be a problem. You know, you have to have winners and losers. You know what I mean? In order for the world to run. Well, well, they should at least give it to the football players so we can watch. I like, think they used to hyper crazy. I think they used to give them the super soldiers, as in the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> in the 1970s, which is nice. why they won so many Super Bowls. But but uh, they stopped that in the NFL. Now they hide the super soldier serum. Yes, well, with uh, human growth hormone and drugs urinator. And Ur- yo, what is that thing called? The ur the I don't know. The, the urinator. The wizenator. Yeah, the wizenator. The urinator. Yeah, that's another comic book character uh. that will never happen. <laughs> anyway, so, it was a fun story. It was good. Lots of you know, like lots of tension. Um, tension and action. Pretty good. TNA. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. He used and he he uses that shield really interestingly like how he throws it so it ricochets back and yeah 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 i didn't really i didn't really know that about that but it's uh you know whatever um okay well it it was it was a fun watch i don't know what you're gonna you know it's not one of those things where i'd go oh my god that was so great uh it would probably it probably would have been better for you to start with the first i know i didn't even know it like that's cool i i I, I should i probably will go back and get the first one sent to me just to watch it so i can go okay i know i understand you know or read the comic books no, nah, I won't be doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, all right, let's take a trailer break, and then we come back. We're going to jump right into it, man, right to our movie. Into it. Jump into it. Our, our first and well, no, our second in a series of Florida oh, films. Is that yeah, the, is that yeah, the yeah, common that, thread? That, that, that's a thread that I'm going to work on. Well, you, well, you've got your common thread yeah. that you'll be talking about. Yeah, my common thread's going to be coming up, and people are going to be like, It's going to be a big old green common thread. Yes. 
It's a superhero with a big G on his chest. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Giant Man! <laughs> yes, yes, Giant Man. Well, what about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Well, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke, don't do shit. In the city of San Francisco, I will enjoy killing one person every day until you pay me $100,000. Scorpio. You're not thinking of paying him, are you, Mr. Mayor? The city of San Francisco does not pay criminals not to commit crimes. Instead, we pay a police department. Send Inspector Callahan in. Putting somebody with you. What are you talking about? You need a partner. Harry hates everybody. Limeys, mixed, heaps, fat dagos, niggers, honkies, chinks. How's he feel about Mexicans? Ask him. Especially Spicks. Why do they call you Dirty Harry? We ought to call the police. I am a police. Every dirty job that comes along. Ballistics is checking on the slug. Pretty sure it's a 30 odd six. He was up here all right. You haven't found one thing you like about me yet, have you? Well, it's early yet. You gonna play this creeps game? It'll get us more breathing space. So it might get somebody killed. Shoot the bastard, that's my policy. It's a whole new ball game, fellas. Scorpio strikes again. He wants to pay. No tricks. <laughs> what are you people gonna stop messing around with this guy? He's gotta be stopped now. To the city of San Francisco. You have double-crossed me for the last time. I gave my word of honor on it, and he will not be molested. And that's a direct order, Callahan! You know, you're crazy. You think you've heard the last of this guy. He's gonna kill again. I don't want him on the streets any more than you do. Well, he won't be out there long. Where the hell does it say you've got a right to kick down doors, torture suspects? Where have you been? Did you see the man who did this to you? His name is Callahan. And anybody can tell I didn't do that to him. Oh, he looks too damn good, that's how. What the hell is he doing You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Or do you, punk? Get ready for the wildest, sexiest, craziest, most intellectually stimulating movie of the year. I promise to do everything within my power using all my abilities, talents, and assets to win every man on campus. So help me hot! When you've got the hot you got everything, and everybody is out to get the hot. Hots stands for hold on to Take one. Really? <laughs> 
Pest control, miss. I'm looking for bugs. I'm in here. The robot. Does he do windows? I do not do windows. Oh, he must touch it with two hands. Oh, no, no, Everyone knows what HOT stands for, and it's disgusting. points the way to an experience human eyes have never before seen. Earlier this evening, I saw what looked like a small meteor drop into the desert not far from here. You mean it could have been a spaceship? Robert Clark is the scientist caught between vicious gangsters and the astounding she-monster. Here is a power that frightens the deer in the forest, terrifies fearless dogs, a woman so intriguing that her face and figure fascinate every man. The woman whose warmth consumes. But the astounding she-monster is no more to be feared than beasts of our own underworld. In case you get any more cute ideas, that's an example of what you are. If you're not too afraid, make a date with the woman you'll never forget. A woman impervious to bullets. Oh, come on. Label your streets like the rest of the country. Yeah. Yeah, you that, don't remember the Who from uh, the no, Dirty I don't remember. Harry? I remember Who Are You being played on Dirty Harry, <laughs> but uh, I think the song was around back then. It wasn't re- mm-hmm. it wasn't released or anything like that. But mm-hmm. he had a demo of it back in the. Uh, mm-hmm. Who? What else is the other one? The astounding she, she monster. She monster. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. I think I have it. I think. God. I'm almost sure I must have it in one of my multi packs of bullshit. You yeah, I think know. there used to be a there used to be a block called the Astounding She Monster. I think no the no it was called the Astounding Bee Monster. And it was about bee movies. I don't know if he's oh, still around man, anymore, but awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the Astounding She Monster. It's not on those packs. It's a I think uh, uh, Image released it or one mm. of those a bigger company released. It. I'll see if I can I'll see if I can dig <clears> it out. I, I used to um man I used to listen to one when I when I was working um nights. Yeah, I used to put on my headphones and listen to one. What was it called? Like a uh, Oh my god! A podcast? No, it, it was a fistful of soundtracks. 
Oh, oh, oh! It's so great. It was just this. It was all. This guy was very knowledgeable. I wish I would remember his name. Oh, Internet Radio. That's yeah, it was Internet name. Radio, and it was, and he played all soundtracks, and it was so great. That is kind of cool, actually. I yeah. used to listen to that all the time, always. I just would listen to all the time, and he'd he'd be talking about them, you know, as he was playing them, and I don't know. It just um, I never thought I would do something like that, but as I started listening to him, I was like, this is really great. Yeah, you, you know? gotta really know him, though. You know, it's yeah, like there's a lot of soundtracks. Sometimes, yeah, you'd play something, I'd be like, "What the hell was that?" You know, and it's just it was very fun. I, I don't know, it helps you grow your knowledge about stuff a little bit, even if it's even if you just you remember a little bit of what he teaches you or what he talks about. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I remember know? back in the day at Widgetland when we were they allowed you to listen to internet radio oh, at man. least at night. Anyway, I used to. You had to be scared that. though, because sometimes if you listen to it, it could put you to sleep. Because if you're working nights, you know, yeah. I had to be careful. But uh, I used, yeah. used to listen to that fistful of soundtracks, and I also used to listen to it was the the comedy uh, the comedy like channel, oh, and okay. and they used to play all these old old flip wilson and smothers brothers and like and you know and, and all those really old comedians and new ones but and you know it was neat to hear all the old stuff and how much it got ripped off through the years sure some of these guys that did stuff like flip wilson would do something and and then you hear like you know modern comedians using them and you're like oh come on man. and and those 60s comedians probably ripped them off radio shows or vaudeville probably so there you go. something you know it's not like it's uh you and know, then vaudeville ripped it off of uh whatever so caveman, dra- caveman wa- yeah. drawings in the walls Caves of altamira yeah. yeah they were like looking at they're like oh that's a c- <laughs> that's funny <laughs> look and, a they, they, then they, then they take a little bit of water and they kind of wipe it off so no one else can use it and then they remember it and yeah. it down. Ah, look uh, you know grog got eaten by a dinosaur <laughs> That's hilarious. The first cartoonists were uh, were uh, cavemen, probably something along those lines. Anyway, I remember Grog, the famous cartoonist. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, what Grog, we... yeah, he was the first cartoonist. Uh, me, Grog, funny, funny. He was before Jack Kirby, the guy who created all the co-created all the Marvel characters. Was he Grog. Was, he was before that. Uh, that. that uh, uh, oh or my Ook. God! Yeah, no, he, he, yeah. Okay, we're done. Ook uh, the so caveman. What, what are we, what are we doing this Ook week? Ook the man? caveman from Frankenstein's Castle thinking, of Freaks. I mean, he, 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 he was, was before the uh, Ringo Star. Uh, oh, caveman. that movie Caveman, yeah, with yeah with Barbara Bach. Yeah, I never watched that movie. That was a very bad. Odd Is it bad? Movie. Is it really bad? There was lots of sex, but you didn't see anything. Well, no, and it was also like you didn't know if it was a woman or a man, like. Because oh, everyone good. was very hairy, so it was just an odd. Mo- it was a very. Well, Barbara Bach was in hairy, was she? She was. She I don't know. I, I, it's, been, it's been a long, long time since I watched okay. it. But anyway, uh, yeah, Ringo the actor, yeah. <laughs> Ringo the drummer, Ringo the actor, you know. Yeah, he's all right. Poor I Ringo. Like, I like Ringo. He's he's good. He's Ringo good. is it, Ringo in Japanese means apple. So no kidding. Yep. Oh, all right. Well, then we learned something. And new knowledge today, is kids. power. Knowledge you can't you can't get in college or yep. something something <laughs> like that. Anyway, our movie is Ringo, doesn't it? Our movie it does not have Ringo in it. No, thank God. It was probably made around the time that the Beatles broke up. Yeah. So but, what, what did uh, it was seventy something? What, what it came out in seventy, but it's probably shot in sixty nine. Oh, okay. And it is another one, in a, and and it is if you don't even, if you didn't notice it, which I'm sure you did. It is, I think, second in the series of our movies where <laughs> characters were ascots. There, there is an ascot uh, alert in this movie. I don't know. Towards the end, that one dude, that 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 the blonde-haired guy, he was wearing that green and yellow uh, like blazer outfit. I was like, man, is this? He's like a Packer. Yeah. I just thought he was like a linebacker for the Packers or something. Yeah, you're right. Because like, yeah. it was green and yellow. Like, and I was, that's all I could think of. I was like, dude, he looks like a Packer. You know. <laughs> 
Uh, our, our movie is called Darker Than Amber. It's based on the John McDonald. Darker uh, Than Amber. Darker That's than the name Amber. of it from 1970. Based on a series of novels by John McDonald, the character Travis McGee. And, and I read that they were planning on making one of these every 18 it, this months. Movie, this movie didn't do good. It lost a million. It lost a million, but. 2.6 million to make, 1.6 million in. But. That's all bad news, bro. But it was directed by the man who would later go on to direct Enter the Dragon. Robert Klaus. Wow. Yes, and apparently that that fight scene at the end, which is a very famous fight scene, that's the reason why Bruce Lee picked him, because he liked the choreography, which... If you read about this movie, it was choreographed to an extent, and apparently it became mm. a real fight in the in the movie. But we'll get to that later on. Really? Uh, yes. Apparently, it became a real fight, and apparently, well, these are like a, these guys. Edi- are, apparently, it's been edited. These guys are very there's 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 a few guys in this movie, and they're very beefcakeish. They're yeah. weightlifter, meathead kind of guys, and well, you could see where things could go bad quickly. Well, you know? well, our main character, uh, Travis McGee, which is uh, Rod Taylor, he was in The Birds, and he was mm. in uh, The Time Machine. He's a pretty famous actor. He's Australian, okay. too, which I never noticed as a kid, but now he's a lot yeah. more noticeable. He's and got that he, Aussie. He's much... Hey, Slice Radio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Australia. We haven't, we haven't given a shout-out to Slice Radio No, we're Radio doing it right now. Hi, Slice My God, Radio. I'm, we're, we're very sorry about Hi, that. Hi, Dan. Yeah, we don't mean to... We're not... You know, you know, Rod Taylor rules, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so this is uh, this is kind of like they wanted to pitch it as like not a James Bond, but like a uh, like a, a gritty PI, yeah, a detective PI kind of thing. You know, I mean, you know, you had a little dirty, bit of James Bond, a little Harry. bit of Dirty Harry. Yeah, he had, but, but he was more of a beach bum kind of character, you know, hanging out in Florida on the houseboat with his yeah. with his manservant. Theodore that was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, he's a. That guy, what's, what's that composer? Mitch something? That's what the guy looked like. Uh, oh, Mitch Miller? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch Miller? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Like you Mitch called Miller. that Mitch Miller. Uh. <laughs> Boom! Mitch Miller reference. Get that on some other oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah, really. Yeah. Skitch Henderson you know, from the Tonight Show. Uh, Lawrence <laughs> Welk and a one and a two. Oh, my God. The bubble machine. Mitch Kick it Miller. Up. I can't believe you remember Mitch Miller, boy. Well, oh he has such a distinctive like look. Like It looks... Yeah, yeah. There was a couple looks from the 60s. It's a hipster now. Just 60s. You know what I mean? Like, And that's one of them where it's kind of like that, I don't know, very <laughs> formal, but you have that pointy goatee kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should make my goatee pointy. Yeah, you should put, yeah. I don't and know how to do is, it. I'll have to learn how to, but I can groom it yeah, to a point. Yeah, you can just like, you know, comb it or something like that or put some put some Vaseline on. I always have some out. very, for those of you listening at home who don't know me who I am, I always have some very odd uh, facial hair choices. I like to <laughs> I like to keep mixing it up mostly, you know, and, and, and I should do that. I should come in like with that. You, you know what you should do with your beard? You should do the Count Dante. You know who the Count, you know who Count Dante is? No, no. He was a, infamous martial artist who was in the back of his his uh, book his course was advertising a lot of the uh, comic books nice after, after we're done we'll show you a picture of Count Dante but he had a very interesting beard cool so you should try to do a Count Dante I might I don't care you know, Don will enjoy it the King <laughs> Don will enjoy it very much anyway uh, so anyway, yeah so uh, back to the movie so back to the movie and, and yeah. this guy is they, like we said the, the beach bum detective kind of thing he is very much along the lines of like a John Saxon uh, like one of those guys that's not he's like a tough guy but not like a pretty he's not a superhero he's not pretty and he's not he's, a he's, superhero he's, yeah he's yeah. got he's, he, look he's in he's his grizzled, 40s he's, he's older grizzled, yeah. he's just like he's fitting in with the novels that yeah, kind yeah. of idea it wasn't like a young you know like cool. a hammer or something like, that. like one of those yeah, guys yeah, where yeah, they've yeah. been kicked around a lot and pretty rough and tumble kind of guy yeah yeah apparently Robert Culp was first uh, contacted but he didn't want it he didn't do it so they got him instead and ended up being the right choice, I think. Uh, yeah. Rod Taylor would have made a good... I th- I think 
later on, even though he might have been a little old, and but any but regardless of that, Rod Taylor is still alive. He uh, Rod Taylor would have made a good Bond, I think, better than Roger Moore. Not to put down yeah. Roger Moore, but he's, he's a little tougher than Roger Moore was looks anyway. You know, he's a little beefier and and stronger, I think. You mm-hmm. know, but anyway, that's so. Just my this movie opinion. starts out. We've kind of laid the groundwork, but this movie starts out with a very um, odd sequence. Yeah, it's not odd. It's just you don't know what the hell's going on, and then. And you, you kind of like leaves you scratching your head a little bit, you know. We 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 have these cars, two cars driving, with some with some big dudes and a girl and like another girl. Okay, the guy with the blonde hair is William Big Bad Bill Smith. You know him well from CC and Company. He was the bi- mm. he was the biker, a classic actor, made a ton of biker movies. Always a good, a great bad guy. That's the blonde-haired guy, Terry, I think was okay, his name. Okay, yeah. And then the other guy. Um, you know, he's just like you know another beefy dude or whatever. Yeah, he's just you know? like I don't even know who that is. He's just some like weightlifter guy. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. He's an actor, but I, I'm I'm going to screw up, but I can't remember what his name is. But at any yeah. rate, and for, and, and, and he was very sixties with his weightlifting. Yes, yes, um, yes. We find out later. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, so now this is the part you're going to have to help me out with. Okay. There's there's the car with the two beefcakes in it, and, and the girl. Then there's a and the girl. She's in the car with them. She's yeah. in the car, and then, but there's she's, a second car, right? I don't remember the second car, but I mean, I may have missed something. Here's what I well, you know, okay. the, as far as the the the, intro, the 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 beginning of it is, they're in the car with the girl, right? And she's and you think they're all swinging or whatever or whatever, but their basically intent is to basically toss her out the right. car, and they do. Yeah, and, and and with a weight. But what was that part where she like they spit on the window? She or spits something? on the window. She was in the car. She's in the car, and then she sees the guy in the front looking at her in the rearview mirror, and she spits in his face on the car on the rearview. Okay, mirror. Okay, I didn't know what the hell that was. And that, and the actress is Susie Kendall, who was in a lot of Euro movies, and uh, mm. she's really hot, and she plays a double role in this movie. Yeah, which is weird but interesting. So then they huck her over, like they literally they get out of the car and they just huck her in. Yeah, and it's kind of rough. They they like hook like a anchor. They 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 cut a into weight. her leg with a weight, and they put they cut it with a with like a, a fish hook or something. And they, with a weight, and they just throw her in the water. Yeah. And and just it just happens that like uh, fishing at the same pier, which is like a it's a Fort Lauderdale bridge by oh, the way. Oh yeah, I'm and pretty th- sure. And that bridge is very reminiscent of all Florida bridges. Yeah, it could have been in Tampa. Yes. like the way the underpasses are are were built are like the waterways. How the bridge connects to the waterways and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, Florida has its own very unique styling with that. Yes. You know, every every area has their own things. You know, but this one was you could see it was Florida. Yeah. That's why I was like, is this Tampa or is this Miami yeah, it's, or it's, this? It's Florida. You know, so so she's dumb. She she gets thrown in. They drive away. The, the 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 two guys that are fishing in the boat are like what the hell and the one guy dives in and, and gets her you know Travis McGee goes yeah he, yeah Travis him. McGee the 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 star of our show or of our movie and he has to like cut the weight off yep. and yeah yeah so stuff. he leaves on and the I ground I thought she was dead because I don't you know, I never watched I thought she was dead but yeah they, they they push they get her and they revive her and they, yeah so then she, she, and then she's like revived and very standoffish though at she, first anyway yeah she, like she's you don't know what her deal is. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, she's alive, but she won't give a name. She won't give anything out. She's not gonna. They're not calling the police, which is like, huh? Hmm. You know, somebody throws somebody in the water, and then, so she plays it off like she tried to kill herself. But they're like, no, you didn't. This is hmm. the weights, because he goes back and gets the weights. Yeah. And that's a very. It's a very odd thing. It must have not. That whatever that apparatus was was not around very long. That might have been late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, probably. They didn't make it. It looked like it was a, a gas pedal, and then it had weights 
like a gas pedal attached to uh, dumbbells, like with the weights on the side. Yeah. And the, and the guy's like, no, this is to build your leg strength. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it was like, what? It could I, hurt you. <laughs> I've been around that culture my whole life, and I've never seen one of those in my life. Well, you've seen the machine that they have. Well, they have machines for it. That yeah, machine that you push up, and it's got the weight. But this know, one on is it. just a home version. I'm like... I, but I mean, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. it was just whatever. I but, think I think Ronco or Popeil used to make it. So he, him going and get this ha- plays a very important part in later. Yeah, yeah. So what happens then? Uh, so then, so uh, then you know, he revi- they revive her and they all become chummy and everything yeah. like that. And she's on the boat. After a while, you know, she she they you know they get it. They you know they have a tryst or whatever and. You know, everything's cool. Seductively dancing and gets Mitch involved and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But at some point, somebody, I, f- I forgot what the scene was, but there's a scene where, I don't know if they're driving or whatever, because he's, qu- he's got an interesting car. He's got a Rolls Royce Woody. Yeah. And he drives it on the British side of the of the street, so which I didn't even know if that was legal to drive a car on the right side, because he's got the steering wheel no, on the that, right no, that, side. That, it's legal to drive those, because I had I had a little jeep that was like that. That is weird. Okay, I've never and seen it, yeah. anybody driving on the on that side of the yes. street in my life. You know, it's, so it's a it's legal to drive them, but rare. Yeah, you know, rare, very rare. So he's got like a he's got like a Rolls Royce Woody. So go figure. You know, and <laughs> anyway, I don't know if that's from the book or whatever, but somehow or another, I don't know if they're when they're driving or whatever, somebody spots her with them and contacts. The two goons. Yeah, no, no, no. What happens? First off, he takes a boat the next morning and goes and gets those dumbbells out. And one of the fishermen—that's it. The fisherman. The fisherman was like hired to watch that around that area or something like that because he goes and calls the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, blonde beefcake one comes over. After then he he sets sail. Yeah, right. The three of them. He leave. moves the houseboat docks to another part and, of the and, beach. And the guy got the name of the of the rental place off the side of the boat. Yeah. So this guy goes in and just and kills this the the owner of the, this haggard old boat rental guy. Who lives guy. on a bus or yeah, something. He lives on a like bus and and uh, and then you're like, "Wow, this is as So he, now you know, obviously you know that this chick is involved in some. And then there's a scene, I don't know if it's in this part of the movie or later where like when she's talking about herself or whatever, she has like a flashback to a guy Getting killed. Yeah, getting killed, and, and she does it though. She's the one that gives them the drugs. Yeah, she she gave her like some, uh, some knockout drugs, some killer yeah. Alka Seltzer or whatever yeah, it was, right. you know. And then she's she she helps kill the guy, or whatever. She's like, okay, so she's in some. You so know, she's she she yeah. The flashback lets you know that she's not on the up and up, you know. So she's sketchy. So she like one day decides that. She's going to go back and get some money she has stashed. Yeah. and uh, From one of the jobs, she had stashed some money. And doesn't he even tell her, what? don't you want to you know, call the cops or do anything? And she doesn't want to do anything. She doesn't want to do anything. She, she wants just wants to, to get the money and, and, and go yeah. or whatever. So she splits. And and also through some of these various conversations, because there's a lot of talking in this movie. Yeah, and that's fine because yeah. you need to you need more information. You're like, I don't I don't have enough information to process what's right, going right, on. Right, right, right. Um, she, she, he actually says, you know, because at that point he says, I find things for people. Kind of like saying I'm a PI or a detective kind of thing. Yeah. And, I, and he says, and I, take half. And I take half. And then, um, yeah. And then, and then she's like, and then she's like, oh, he, he goes, she's like, I'm going to go back and get the money. Because at this point they're kind of really chummy, you know. Yeah. They're, they're, he's kind of liking her. Yeah. And you can tell this is one of those things where he doesn't like, 
care fallen, for people very much. He's fallen yeah. for her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because she's know? very plucky and she dances around very, a lot. And very pretty. And everyone nice. always has a cigarette and everyone always has a, they a, always a thing a of drink scotch. In uh, the morning, they, they're always, always having bottle. scotch. They're That's just, the way it was back then. I mean, when I, before I went to school when I was a kid, I had a, you know, every, yeah, I had a belt. You know. Hammering some scotch down, you know. It was cool. You know. Sure, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So she, uh, and then he's like, why don't you let me go get it? And she's like, no, I'll get it. Um, I'm the only one that can find it. So this, then that's when the two the, the two thugs they they're sitting there watching her apartment. Yeah. And um. They they kidnap her. She's walking down the street, and yeah, then he, Terry, you know, William Smith just grabs her, and like he like he grabs her, he pulls her into an alleyway, and he's then some people are watching, so he like pretends like he's making out with her, and then he just like throws her like a rag doll in the street, and right. she gets plowed yeah. by a car right into like a freaking that's uh, well, ice that's cream that's shop. her friend. The, the the other goon is the one guy. driving. Oh, what's it? oh yeah, okay. So, oh, yeah, so they had this whole okay. thing set up. He he just he revs up the car and as he comes he comes flying down, he throws this blonde in front of the car. The car hits her and she goes flying through a ice cream shop window. Yeah. Dead. And you're like, wow. That might be the North Miami scene, but I'm not 100 mm-hmm. percent sure. That might have been the scene they shot in North Miami. But anyway, it was yeah. shocking because one of the one of the main stars is dead. And you're yeah, like, I mean, and, wow. they, and they just she just flies through. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, for the time, for 1970, it was sort of violent. The movies would have gotten a lot more violent. It was pretty violent for its time. It but is violent now. I mean, yeah, it, it was yeah. very visceral, like the the way it was shot and the way the the car hits and everything like that. You're like, my God, you know. So anyway, she's she's you know, you know we assume she's gone, she's dead, you yep. know, obviously from what happened. And then cuts back to the houseboat, right? And they're like, yeah. you know, they're they're talking about it and. I think I think Travis uh, McGee finally the only guy's talking about her and Travis McGee goes hey, look at read this yep, and that, they find out that yep. she's so he goes goes to investigate and he knows a guy on the uh, yeah on the force or whatever goes into the coroner's office and looks at the body and the and then the, the, the sleazy the skeevy uh, the, the skeevy guy this about, dude? he pulls he, he goes can I see the body I just want to identify her yeah and when he pulls open he pulls her over so you can see like her, all of it he's like wow there's this guy in the coroner's office yeah. that's showing dead body he's like wow she's really like hot and you can see like Travis McGee Rod Taylor gets his look on his face like don't you ever do that again just oh show God, her face so you know? weird it's like like hey look at look at this dead girl's like boobs. he touches her and stuff and you're like oh god yeah that was a weird scene it was a weird scene but yeah. anyway yeah so he like identifies her or whatever so in this case now he's like kind of on the case you know and there's you know, all the major players are involved and we got to and we and we know let's take a quick trailer break and then we'll, when we come back we'll finish out the what is it? Darker, darker than amber. Darker than amber, which would just be like brown, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, something Black. like that. All right. Son, a woman is a lot like um, a refrigerator. They're about six feet tall, 300 pounds. They make ice and... Oh, wait a minute. Actually, a woman is more like a beer. They smell good. They look good. You'd step over your own mother just to get one. But you can't stop at one. You want to drink another woman? So I says, yeah, if you want that money, come and find it, because I don't know where it is, you baloney. You make me want a wretch. town seems deserted. That monster's on the loose right here in town. Anybody catch sight of this thing? Well, a few kids playing in the street said he was 20 feet tall, covered with long hair, and had great big teeth. Behind these empty streets, these windows shut in fear, 
lies the strange story of a young girl who knows the secret of the teenage monster. Fascinated by an evil demon, unable to control her sinister desires, she leads the monster to his prey, sacrificing an entire town to his insatiable lust for human life. I don't like to be stolen from her. I don't like to be laughed at. Oh, but it's not going to happen anymore. Because Charles won't let it. He'll kill anybody who does. Even you, I think. Oh. Joe Martindale came in this morning, lost six of his blooded steers last night, and a rider. The steers had their throats torn out, and the rider, Bill Begley, was beat to death. It's a thing again. I'll meet you back at the office. I'm gonna have to go, Ruth. You stay in town. That thing's loose on the range again, not 15 miles from your mind. What was it? It was that thing. Harry and horrible and... Oh, and awful. Yeah! I saw him, the monster, he ran away from this barn carrying the girl. A posse in panic, not knowing what they'll find. Man, beast, or demon from another world as they pursue the loathsome killing thing they call the Teenage Monster. Hey, you want to get high, man? This howdy-doody got wooden balls, man. I got a joint here, man. I've been saving for a special occasion. They don't fire up. Hey, I hope the drums don't mess up your upholstery. Nah, I'm in a band too, man. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm a lead singer, man. Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, man. we play everything from like Santana to El Chicano, man. You know, like everything. Hey, I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. I'm just a love machine. And I don't work for nobody but you. Well, when my temperature rise, and then I go for her thighs. And then I say, guacamole in my shoes. Guacamole in my shoes. Hijo de la chingada. Is that a joint, man? <laughs> I got that. It looks like a, a quarter pounder, man. <laughs> Let's play. Hey, be careful with that shit, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? <laughs> Will it blow me away? <laughs> put your seatbelt on, man. I'll tell you that much. I've been smoking since I was born, man. I could smoke anything, man. You know, like I smoked that Michoacan, man, Acapulco Gold, man. I even smoked that tight stick, you know? Tight stick? Yeah, you know, that stuff is tied to a stick, you know? Oh, yeah, tight stick. Yeah, that didn't even do nothing to me, man. I could probably smoke this whole joint, man, and still walk away, man. Wouldn't be no problem at all, man. Talk, talk it up, man. Do nothing Kind of grabs you by the boo boo, don't it? Hey, man. What? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was in this shit, man? Mostly Maui Wowie, man. Yeah. But it's got some Labrador in it. What's Labrador? It's dog shit. What? Yeah, my dog ate my stash, man. Had it on the table and the little motherfucker ate it, man. Yeah? So I had to follow him around the little baggie for three days before I got it back. It really blew the dog's mind. You mean we're smoking dog shit, man? You die, I know. Hopping and hopping and I'm singing his song All the little birds on the
So, you want some of my electricity, do you? <laughs> well, for once, the rich white man is in control. Yeah, man. So anyway. Hey, Bato. Yeah, so, that, now this is one of those things where the next scene, because he, he's, now he's trying to find out where the apartment was. Yeah. And he's kind of, he's investigating this partly for the money, partly for a vengeance yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Kind like, of, yeah. But you know, he's, everyone in this movie is kind of all about getting for them. Yeah, yeah. These, these people aren't kind for the kindness of their heart. So there's a lot of really, um, you know, just, I don't ulterior know how to describe it. Yeah, everyone has an ulterior motive for everything. Even though I think I think I think Travis McGee was more benevolent than anything else. He actually oh, I think yeah. he actually wanted to find out what happened to this yeah. woman because he liked her, but because he doesn't know what she did, obviously. Yeah. So he point. goes in. He he goes into this boutique, which is in I, Bell Harbor, because I think she even mentioned she she shopped at Bell Harbor. Okay. And that's like a ritzy part of North. I must have missed Beach. that one sentence. So he that's goes into this boutique that, and he's yeah. like, oh, I'm, and he's just kind of being all suave. He's like, he goes to Nina's boutique. Yeah, Nina's boutique. And he's like, I'm looking for a, for this girl, and he's like, I don't know her name. He, they have pictures. From they took pictures of her when she was being all hot and bothered yeah, on the yeah, thing. Susie Kendall, yeah. So she shows the picture. And she's like, "Oh, I know this lady," and she gets she gives him the address and name of this lady because at this point he doesn't even know her real name. He no. knows like no, no, yeah, Vanjie. No, no, no. He to, she told her, but you don't even know if that's true. Like, oh yeah, yeah, because she's a grifter yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's and she was very aloof about everything, so she wasn't giving up any. Yeah, because at first ever. she said her name was Jane Doe. And yeah, then she said, well, my <laughs> name is Vanjie, whatever. And know? then he's like, oh, that must be short for Evangelista. And then she gives him some name with that has yeah, like all it, nationalities yeah, yeah. in it, and 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 then so he now he has her address and her name. Yeah, because he, he cons the, the Nina woman behind the counter. Because at first she says, well, we can't really do that. He goes, well, it's for, you know, I want to get her something, and I like her, and yeah, I want to yeah. go, and, you know, she's fine. Okay, we usually don't do that. And that's where you see where he kind of well, catches a glimpse. Yeah, they catch a glimpse of some boobs. Now, up to oh, some woman in the dressing room changing. Just changing right out yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, go ahead. Boobs yeah. everywhere. You're right about this. Leading up to this, I was like, I, I think I'm watching a made-for-TV movie. Because this thing had bumpers in it for well, commercial that's because, spots. Well, that's because of the BBC and, did that. No, I know, that's I, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, but it had like these, where obviously where there's the fade fade in and fade yes. out with the title screen darker than amber, but there was no commercials in it, you know. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then they showed boobs, and I was like, well, okay, I guess this isn't a freaking. I couldn't understand the cut. I didn't understand the edit of this movie because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. Of course. I, I I didn't really know this, but I found out recently or a couple of years ago. There's there's been some movies that TV movies. I know one in particular. There was a movie called Along Then Came Bronson, which was about a, a guy in the '60s, Michael Parks, who was on a motorcycle, some drifter guy or whatever. And of course, it started with a pilot movie. Well, apparently, like the version that Warner Archives put out is the the same movie, but it's got a nude scene in it by the actress Bonnie Bedelia, and they did it for the European market, so they would actually. Sometimes they would then, add a yeah. scene so it would show theatrically over and yeah. I don't know how many movies they did this with, but they did it with that yeah. one. So I'm sure I'm assuming they did it with a few more. I will tell you, you know, we have a very odd country. Uh, yeah, we have some mixed up values in that. If you show a breast of a woman, the uh, the world stops yeah. turning. But if you show Schwarzenegger hacking people's heads off with a machete, eh, whatever. Even worse, if you, you can show The Walking <laughs> Dead, zombies munching on people gratuitously. We just have no concept of reality. Like we we are really out there on some uh, on some some things. 
Every country's wacky about something. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, violence to nudity is really off the charts but it's, in this but country. It's, it's like everything has almost changed except for that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like everything. It's like almost like everything goes for the worse anyway. But it's like that's still but like nudity? A, a taboo. Oh my god! It's a taboo on some stations, like on mm-hmm. uh, on uh, you know The Walking Dead. Because I'm pretty sure that like what was it that I was watching? I was watching like Comedy Central late at night one night and they have every word in the book when they showed they showed a roast of somebody and they were they were they were mouthing out every word in the book so sometimes wow. some of them actually at the end of the night they go and even cursing's getting more normal but, but not, not, not not boobs. I don't, yeah, I don't. We're a, we're an odd country. But yeah, anyway. Weird. I don't so know. whatever. Yeah. So now he's got this. He goes and he goes and he's like, "Oh, I'd like to check out." He knows her, she's in 1C and he's like, "Oh, or no, 1B." And he's yeah, like, "Yeah, he goes to the place and then he asks, he wants to look he, he, he wants, wants to, to find at, a yeah, at a, he wants an to empty find, apartment. He, an empty apartment, but he goes to 1B and and mean and while he's going to the apartment, uh, you know, Bobby Beefcake is some, there. Some yeah, some slick dudes just weightlifting and No, that's the only yeah, he's the all No, that's I mean, he's all yeah, oiled yeah. up and weird. And you're like, you're a weirdo. You know, he looks like he's ready to go to a competition. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, Miami, you know, like, hey, look, I'm posing in front of the, is. In front of the apartment building. Hey, girls. So he's like, whatever. hey, chief. Hey, chief, that's the wrong thing. And That's my girlfriend's apartment. Yeah, he goes, he, he, he like goes to her apartment with the, the keys for the one next to it. And yeah, he, he's playing dumb, you know. He's trying to get in and then that's when he goes, hey, chief. So he overplays his hand knowing... Now he knows people are watching still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, chief. And he's a real jerk, you know, so you really hate the guy. He's just an ass. And then he's like, oh, sorry, didn't know that, whatever. So then he goes back later, and he finds the money. He, yeah. You know, he he's digging around this girl's house. He finds and, the money in where? In the light yeah, fixture. Yeah, above the light fixture. So when he, and then when he... Which is a good place to hide money, kids, if you're really yeah, interested. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah. And good luck finding it in this room. Yeah, in this, the no. studio, I could hide it wherever. I could have you it, can in hide play, it in a pinball. I could hide it in fl- plain view, and people would be like, "I can't find it in here. There's just too much crap." So, um, so he goes back, gets it at night, comes out, and then of course Bobby Beefcake sma- like has a gun and and takes him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, here's the money." So then he takes him to go get go murder him, and he makes him dig his own grave. This is a very odd scene. Because uh, the guy has the gun, but then he gives him a shovel, and I'm like, well, if the second you give me a shovel, I'm I'm panning you in the head with it. Yeah, he takes uh, him. He takes him out to the beach. There's just some secluded, which which just seems like a place that I've I remember, like you know, secluded yeah. parts of beaches or whatever. But anyway, yeah, he takes him out there to dig his own grave. It's like, okay, you know, he's gonna, you know, what's gonna happen? You know, it's <laughs> inevitable. It never works. It I don't never think that's works. That, this never works. I've ever. tried it. It never worked. You know, but anyway. so and then this dog comes walking around as a distraction, which is a funny part of this. Yeah. So then, at one point, he's almost done digging his grave. The dog comes up, causes a, distru- a distraction. He gut he he hits the guy in the gut with a shovel and cuts him open. It's pretty rough. A shovel is a very dull instrument, you yeah. know, and that's going to leave the, the the wound is going to be very bad. Yeah. And then there's a struggle over the gun, and he uh, I forget how he kills him. He does he kill him with a shovel or does he? Yeah, kill? yeah. He ends up he ends up like beating the shit beating the crap out of him yeah. and then he like hits him with the shovel. Because he doesn't shoot him. No, he doesn't shoot okay. him. Okay. And so, then like he buries him. Yeah, he buries him and then he throws the shovel and then he's sitting there resting and there's like a, a it starts to move and you think the guy's still alive but it's a crab. Which yeah, is, yeah. It's a funny that scene. That was a funny scene. The dog like goes away. You see, the dog was trying to be friendly and then afterwards after he's all lying there like all beat up. The dog he goes, split. here doggy, here girl and the dog looks at him and he goes, nah, I don't think so. See ya. Which is exactly what a dog and or cat will do. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, you want to pet me now? Nah, I'll see you later. Nah, I'm done. So that's one of the things I actually really like about this movie is the the fights are not those slick no. uh, fights. These are realistic in that it's 
it's it's just nasty, nasty, drug out, really sloppy, like really uh, just messy fights. Everyone's getting hit. Things are always like you know bad things are happening. You know, yeah, and, yeah. Because a lot of movies now they have. It's all just like that. There, everyone's a professional boxer or a martial artist. Yeah, you know? exactly. And in real life, that isn't the way it is. You know. No. So, so then, so then, one of the when he was at the when he was at the the apartments, he noticed a, a maid in there, a, a black girl. Yeah. And he ends up like going and following her and, tra- and tracking her, trying to track her down to get info. Mm. And then she finally, he finally tells her, "Look, if you don't know who I am, I'm this guy." You know, you can you can investigate me with the Broward Police Department or something right. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some info. So, you know, because he's going through a neighborhood with her. And so she finally agrees to meet him at it. Which, that might have been... that Actually, that might have been the North Miami Beach scene. The this is an odd... This seems like it was kind of forced in there to make a point. To make a point, yeah. yeah which I get it, you know. Yeah, but. whatever. It might have been in the book, though, because this is based on a book. But at any rate, he's at a coffee shop talking to her. And then these three idiots walk in. And yeah. they're like, and one of the guys like stares at her because it's like, ooh, a black woman and and a know, white guy and a white guy. What's this? And he starts like, well, he's he's while well, you know Travis McGee's like talking to her. He they he thinks he's a wise he's a wise guy. Starts flashing a he's uh, showing a flashlight. First of all, I was like, who carries a flashlight? Yeah, right. Second of all, these three shit heels aren't gonna do anything to. Yeah. Well, they might. I don't know. They might. There's three of them, but at any rate. Yeah. So finally, like they're kind of he's they're annoyed. He's annoyed. Travis McGee's annoyed, and the girls annoyed, but they're not paying attention. And she's going, keep talking. Don't worry about it. So then the one idiot like decides he's going to go in there and be Mr. Billy Badass yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. you know. And he's like, "What are you? Something about he, he, he insinuated that she might have been a hooker or something like yeah. that." And like and like, what's his face? Rod Taylor grabs him by the earlobe and just drags well, he, him. Well, he, he does the classic because the guy's leaning on the table. Yeah. He does the classic like knock one arm out and smash the head against the table, and he gra- and he had he's wrenching this guy's ear. And during this whole conversation, and he just continues the conversation yeah, while yeah, this yeah. guy's like jacked up down on the, like uh, with his head against the table. Yeah, yeah, right. And then he's like, okay, well, thanks, go out and wait the car. And at this point, I thought he was going to take all three of them out. No, just but he just, doesn't. I mean, it's more realistic. It's more realistic. That's that me way, yeah. thinking of modern movies because now in modern movies, Van Damme would start kicking and all three of them would be laid around in a pile, you know. And then she, and then, the, but the the girl, the, the girl, God, I can't remember her name. She's a famous actress too. But anyway, um, she basically tells him about like the, the grift, the, the grift, and that, the Terry, like how and all these, the people. these, there's these two blondes, and they work with those two big dudes, and they just go on on cruise boats, cruise boats to get old rich guys, and yep, and they get old rich guys, and they they take their money. Yeah, and then they kill them. And they, and they murder them. It's really yeah. it's an odd thing. Now the whole story's presented. And you're like, okay, this makes sense. So she wasn't. You know, Snow White, pure and good. No, she had her own. She was a grifter. She had her own problems. But but they decided they were gonna like. I forgot what the reason why they decided they were gonna kill her because they didn't. They didn't want to. They, they weren't gonna kill the other one. Which I think she was gonna leave the the business or whatever. Yeah, she was trying to. Was she was trying to get out. She was. She wanted to get the money and get out, and that's why they decided to kill her. So they killed. Yeah. So they killed her. Well, they tried, but you know, eventually they did. The first time they couldn't, the second time they could. But anyway, so anyway, he what does he do? He uh, he calls up a travel agent. He gets all this stuff going on. He's like, oh, now he has the money, you know. So now he's he's gonna con them. Yeah, he meets up with the uh, he meets up at this with the other girl that looks that, cause just he, like he, her. He talks about her. The, the, I think the black girl tells her about her or whatever. He goes in and meets her, and what's interesting with that, that actress. Anna Capri, the one who plays the second one, uh-huh. she was also in Enter the Dragon. You know who she was? 
Mr. Handman's secretary. Wow. Were, yeah, yeah, she didn't even look like her, but no. yeah. When I saw the picture today, I go, oh, that's right. She was Mr. Handman's but, secretary. And, but before they do that, he goes to that one. He he goes and gets a woman that looks just like. That's right. He gets a woman like that. Looks that looks just, just like, like her because it is her. He, he finds some actress yeah. who's in the who's. Like, that's right. He goes to the. He finds some actress who does a Miami Beach show where like the it's a bar in the water, with the, yeah. with the bur- That was pretty cool. Actually, it was that was cool. that was at one of the hotels. I don't remember which one it was, but it has a sunken bar and the the mermaids swim in the. I was in like, the pool oh, sixties. You were so yeah, swank and cool. Oh, man. You know? that is yeah. Well, that's exactly what they go. You know, it was such a cooler time back then. You have to worry about. Uh-huh. it offending anybody or whatever you know not that offending people is good but you know what i mean it's like that was so like now, no big deal so, so they his, get her into they, yeah. they, she's real very willing to go along with the gimmick so his plan is now now tim mcgee is going there he travis, ha- McGee. travis mcgee i'm sorry he has the weight that the guy used to kill the woman has a girl or, that or looks or just like and her. has a girl that looks just like her and he gets a, 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 a wig well and he gets a no he gets an apartment like the room right next to his or real near to his yeah, on yeah. this boat yeah so the whole his then, whole but, plan but then, is to. But is then to before that, he he meets he meets up with the with the with the other uh, with the other uh, swindler hooker girl or whatever, right. which is Anna Capri, and that's when he talks to her about, hey, listen, I know who you are. You're gonna yeah, and and, and they're gonna he's gonna kill you gonna, too. Yeah, he's gonna kill you too. So why don't we just go in and get get rid of him and get the right. money? And she like gets convinced because you know she's yeah. what she is. She's yeah. like yeah, she's just a money grubber. Yeah, yeah. So now everything's on his side, and the end scene of this is kind of like. The guy, uh, the, uh, the, the, yeah, the, on the, the, the big boat. beefcase on the, on the thing. And he, like, he's doing all these little, like little things to get in place. The guy goes to gamble every night. He pays a guy to get him really drunk to keep bringing him drinks and make him stiff. Um, he puts the weights in the tub underwater with some seaweed on them and stuff to make it real visceral, uh, real, real like, ugh, you know. Yeah, and he gets and he grabs the girl and he, she's like, "Where have you been?" He goes, "Oh yeah, let's go back to my room and this and that and the other thing." So he takes the girl back in the room and she wants to get it on, but he's like, "No, no, wait, wait, we gotta get, we gotta take care of this guy or yeah. whatever, you know." So he goes, so he goes back to um, uh, Terry's room, uh, uh, Millen Smith's room or whatever, and he's not there. Yeah, he's not there. He sees, he sees first. He sees that he's drunk off his butt, and he's like, goes into his room. So he goes in the room and he sees he's not there. So he's like, what's going on? You know, when he comes where'd back. Where'd this guy go? Where'd this guy go? So he comes back to his room. He sees the girl lying there. She's dead. Yeah. Like, you know, are you sleeping? No, she's basically dead. And then mm-hmm. and then the, the infamous fight scene. Yeah. Apparently this scene was choreographed. But what happened was, according to like the actors, according to William Smith, was that one of them accidentally hit the other one and then a real fight happened. And according to like lore or what they write, that was real blood, and there was real ribs broken, and there was a nose broken in that scene. Wow. So according to William Smith, and I think Rod Taylor to an extent, that fight became real. I think William Smith even claims that that beer, that bottle that he broke was a real bottle they broke over his head. Now I don't know if it's Whether like apocryphal, not, yeah. but it, it does. It does. I mean, some of the punches did looked didn't look real, but some of them did. So yeah. see I don't that know. that happened with the uh, Commando Cody and the, the Men on the Moon. Okay. When the first time he got on the moon, they were in that fight scene in the lair. He actually got his nose broke. If you notice, if you wa- if you're ever watching Commando Cody and Radar Men from the Moon, after that scene, he's he never takes his helmet off for like a oh, good portion. I didn't so know that. he had okay. his broken nose. So he just finished the scenes with his helmet on, oh. and then it got better. Then he was you know then they reshot. <laughs> okay. But the, but the fight scenes that they did. 
at one point, and you even see it, you can see where it was a real punch. Nose broke. They patched him up. They put a helmet on him, and they, he just kept going. He was a tough guy, so it was really interesting. That happens from time to time. But They're, they don't carry it out. <laughs> I guess well, as yeah. far as the scene supposedly. Yeah, the, this is you. You gotta you gotta realize you need it to look convincing. This is gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I mean, no matter how good you and think. stunt work that's going to happen. Oh, Somebody's yeah. Somebody's going to get know, hurt. You're going to yeah, get tagged and you just stunt, go, well, yeah. all right. But apparently these guys went and so, yeah. took it to an extreme. So anyway, this is where now now they're all beat up, staggering around. He calls the cops, has the cops there. He has the girl that looks like the girl that he murdered out there with Mitch. And <clears throat> I don't know the guy's real name, but who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the beefcake comes walking out all beat up. And she starts going, hi, hi. Yeah, she's waiting at the dock. And this yeah. guy loses it. Yeah. He beats up everyone. He he's becomes Schwarzenegger. everyone, yeah. And he, he even just, loses his wig. He even said he wore a wig. He even yeah. loses his wig. And at one point, he knocks out this guy, and it takes out part of a tourism thing, which yeah, is, yeah. comes up later. He comes running over. The cops are chasing him. Then he turns around and runs back, in which case, uh, Travis takes a board and nails him across yeah. his calf or his cross his shin yeah, yeah, yeah and then yeah, that's yeah. it then the cops get him and, and the cops get him and that's like kind of the, oh, then the end he's just kind of like well then it was interesting at the end because he's back on the houseboat and he's got the the girl that looks like the other girl sitting there yeah, yeah. and it's almost like she wants she's like sitting and she goes what's the matter you know now you know this and that and almost like she's like well you know maybe we can you know like be friends yeah. or whatever and he like says no nah, i can't I can't. It's too soon or whatever. Yeah. You know, but it was weird because she looks. It's the same actress, so she's like, almost looks like the same exact girl, but with dark hair. You right. Know? And he was like, no, no, it's too yeah, soon. Yeah, and he and was then, even like looking across this. He, there's this year, this this ongoing house party on a boat yeah. that some rich lady does, and she knows him. She's like, oh, come over and everything like that. And he's like, ah. But there was an interesting shot at the end because when she says, you know, hey, maybe we can. He goes, no, I need time to, you know, there's sometimes it takes time. And when he's looking out the window. Of the boat, it's raining. You see the raindrops, so you kind of see like even though he's not like st- sad, you know what I mean. And yeah. then, then there was that one scene where um, where uh, William Smith goes into the bathtub and he sees the and he sees the weights. Yeah. And that was like shot from inside the bathtub. Yeah, that was yeah. that was reminiscent of the scene from last movie, An Impulse, where <laughs> like Jennifer Bishop gets uh, you know killed yeah. in the bathtub from that scene underwater. But at any rate, yeah, that's the end of the movie. So it was a good movie. It um, was a good movie. I don't yeah. know why it would have tanked so bad. Um, I don't know. Maybe some other movie killed its kicked its butt. That maybe like some Bond movie kicked its butt. Who knows? Know. You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't, it, it's it's maybe no. I don't know. It was know. a pretty good story. It was well acted, well shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't. It's a good example of Florida film, even though it's not made by Florida people. It is yeah. made in Florida, so I consider it Florida filmmaking. It was a good. It was a good Florida. I mean, there's other movies, there's other detective movies like the Tony Rome things that Frank Sinatra did that oh, were yeah. good, but it wasn't. It, this one captures a grittier feel of, yeah. of the area more so than a, you know anything else. But yeah, it was a good movie, but it didn't. It just got lost in the uh, shuffle. You that know? happens a lot too. All right, what are you gonna give it? Was, this it one? wasn't like a controversial movie either. You know? nah. I mean, even though it had violence or whatever, I'll give it like an eight. I liked it. You yeah. know, I liked it. I liked it pretty well. I'm coming in a little bit lower, like a seven, but. It's solid good movie. Solid movie. It's worth watching. It's on YouTube. That's probably the only place you're going to be able to find yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never heard of this. And that happens a lot, though. I mean, there's so happen. many movies but out there. It usually happens just... with cheesier movies that they get lost up yeah, by the wayside. You would think that something like this, which even still made a, a million bucks and was directed by a director of Enter the Dragon, would have gotten two, some. Yeah, 2.6 million was not. Well, that was a good. 
Uh, that was a lot of the good chunk that, of money. That, yeah, back then, kidding yeah. me in the seventies. Yeah, that's that's kind of like being backed by some real money, and it was shot well. Just 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 just, just didn't got hit, lost you know? in the uh, got lost. Well, nineteen seventy was also Dirty Harry and all that stuff. Yeah. So that was a little more controversial and and edgy, oh, yeah. you know. Maybe when you when you said TV movie, I kind of know what you mean, even though I don't consider it. But it wasn't like wacky or wild or controversial enough in a lot of yeah. ways to make it like. For people to go like, oh, did you see that movie? Oh man, yes. he's like, he did all this, and the reason that oh, it wasn't right. as over the top as Clint Eastwood would have been. Right. It didn't have the make my or not make my day, but you yeah. you, you feel lucky, punk or yeah. anything like well, that. The reason I thought it was made for TV was because there was a, she was nude a lot, but you never saw any nudity. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. You're like, right. Like she always had behind. always had the back to her. Yeah, uh, you're right. So there was always that kind of like, ooh, she's really she's naked, but. Never, n- so that one never scene, any payoff. Not, you never see it. You so know? that one scene in in the uh, in in Nina's was like a shock to me because they actually showed, which almost seems like it was an insert for like European for, cut. It was, it was it, guaranteed. It was, it was probably yeah. a PG movie, and then they're like, well, Euros need a little bit of boobage. Yeah. Boom. Boom. And it, and this is literally like, it's you know they show her twice this lady's boobs, but it's like glance, look away, glance, look away, the end. Yeah, and that's the end of it, you know. So, and whatever. And of course, uh, you know, he wears an ascot in the movie, so that's uh-huh. why I give it like an extra extra you know. point. <laughs> so when, whenever we see ascots, we'll be mentioning them. Uh, you know. All right. So that's but it did, for this week. Did, did Shatner wear one in uh, Impulse? Oh yeah, he, he did, did wear yeah. one in Impulse. Yeah, okay, so that's yeah. our second in a row. Okay. Good. Should always have a movie with an ascot, no matter what. Yeah. It'd be funny. Yeah, there you go. All right, that's it for this week. I'm Mal with me as always, Doctor Morbius, and uh, hey. Go 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 see Darker Than Amber. YouTube, check it out. Yeah, check it out. See you More next week, everyone. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Same bad channel. <laughs>